Are we starting? Yeah, we, we've started. Mm-hmm. So what I was just thinking about was um, a woman packing. It's kind of like the scenes at Kabul Airport. Okay, you know what? Uh, <laughs> that's when I on. walked into the bedroom and that's what I thought of. I thought of grabbing onto the side of a plane, even if I might fall off. What? Because the, the chaos. The clothes are trying to escape me? That room is such a mess and with your okay. packing situation that I think the Taliban would leave. Okay, well, you know, uh, that's... Uh, How that's about tying modern news into the current situation like that? That's why they they let women only wear one outfit, okay? Genius. <laughs> Look what we've done here no. in the West by leaving you have your own fucking voices. Okay. You know, I just... I, 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 if I'm going to be honest, okay, I was never, like, great at packing to begin with. And when I went to Australia, I packed a carry-on suitcase... We've heard this one before. A carry-on suitcase, a duffel bag, and a backpack. And you should have packed prison clothes. I should have packed a lot more than I did pack. Just a jumpsuit, an orange jumpsuit. I was so proud of myself, too. I was so proud of myself. Like, I even took a photo and, like, sent it to people who, like, know me on a personal level to be like, look at what I'm taking for, like, you know, I was supposed to be there, what, six weeks, two months? I don't even remember. Six, eight weeks, something like that. I was like, look at look at how amazing. And they were like, congratulations. And then that is what I had for one year. So now six months. Six months. Excuse me. What do you what do you think I okay, had when Okay, okay. I redact Motherfucker. Re- redact. No, sorry. I redact sorry the word. Know. Retract. Yeah. What's the difference? I don't make me do this right now. Okay. I, no, but like, yeah, that's what I had. I mean, you know, I, I what I bought some things at a thrift store. Okay, you know, but like, yeah. So I want I I the older I get the harder it is for me to predict what I'm going to feel like wearing on any given day. Okay. And and I'm like a feeling person. And also I'm like, I don't know. I don't really, all these clothes that I paid to have shipped over here don't even like feel like me anymore. And I know that's very lame. <laughs> Why don't you dress like me and just wear um, sweats and a hoodie on stage? I don't know because that's not me either. So whatever, I, I'm putting together some shit. I'm trying to give myself options. You know what I mean? Are you trying to organize an outfit for every show of the week? Oh, I have. I what what I've done in there, and nobody. I'm surprised you're even asking me these questions. I feel like no, I'm just trying to. Uh, I'm trying to learn more about uh, what are they called women. Okay. Um, I have a, a, like prob. I've already packed too much. Let's just put it that way. I've packed too much, and I have like enough options like based on what I've packed you know there's this shit called like a capsule wardrobe but I don't do that I do like that but on steroids so basically I could probably what I've probably packed for is at least like two weeks if not a month I relate more to the Taliban than I do to women okay yeah and go on I don't know I mean they have one uh one one not let's not say towel they have one rug and oh yeah, one, the rug is better. One, okay. one uh, tea towel hat, and, and that's and then you just d- did towel. Okay, oh, well, come on, tea towel. Suddenly, tea towel makes it and a little less. Oh, what are they packing? What are they packing for? Uh, revolution and the mountains. Well, certainly not stand up comedy. So they're not very funny. So I guess sure. If um, you know what, you do relate to the Taliban. Now that I think of it, do you think any of those guys at the airport will have some airport material if they ever do stand up? You ever try and, uh, you guys know what it's like to try and get to the airport, try and get on a plane. <laughs> Never hanging off the side of a plane, 
for 45 minutes and you fought your death. That's <laughs> not, that, those aren't members of the Taliban. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I guess I'm the bad person. Perhaps. So, um, how are you feeling? Oh, is that really, is that a triggering question? You really want to you really want to ask me how I'm feeling? Well, you know, my closer isn't working, so that feels good. And I I think I'm one of the only people, from what I've gathered, not that I like know every fucking thing that's going on because I I'm I'm not I don't pay attention to every thing that's going on, but um, you know, I just like looked at my plants and realized that I didn't take pictures of every plant upon your request to send you the photo of the plant you need to water like there's so much i have to do to leave that don't worry about the plants i got under control i'm thinking of just misting the whole room yeah but some of them need to be watered. nobody cares about this shit but these plants are like like if i come back and they're dead so are you you know i'll replace it you'll replace it some of these are irreplaceable anyway um no they're not so they're, they're very expensive to replace, some of them. Let's not do this. This is it, yeah. Um, I'm already nervous now for the plant situation. You know what I was thinking about? My my huge fear. Uh-huh. And I have a feeling because I'm so scared of it, I'm going to manifest it. Mm-hmm. What is it? Leaving the keys in here. You're going to lock yourself out? Yeah. What do I do if that happens? I'll call you first, obviously. That I don't know. What if I, I just go around the corner to the... Estate agents. They're not going to have keys. Should I just call keys? No. Just don't lock yourself okay. out. Okay. Easier God, the, 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 you know, uh, whoever's listening to this is like, really? Did, did you, did, did, like, we waited till we're on mic to have these conversations. If I lock myself out, I'm joining the Taliban. Okay. I wanna, I, I'll need a win after that. <laughs> That's a win. They're uh. winning. What am I going to do? Like, fucking sleep in the park? I guess I'll have to go to Luke's for a week. Okay. It, it really, though, when I said, like, who the fuck wants to hear this, I meant it. No, I'm just airing my fears. I think it connects with an audience. Everyone fears about locking themselves out. Have you ever locked yourself out? Yes. Okay. When? Go on. So many times. I don't like to I don't like to jump back to traumatic memories. So, so okay. I One time, I didn't lock myself out. I wonder if I've told this story before. Just go over it. Well, it, you know, this this is a weird one. This is a weird one. Have you ever had a night where, like, you didn't... You can clock everything you drank. So you know you didn't drink, drink that much. Oh, you think you can remember everything you no, drank. No, 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 no. No, I... Because there's evidence, okay? So, uh, so uh, let me explain. Okay. I worked one night a week as a waitress at a restaurant down the street from my house. I was the worst waitress in that restaurant. Very friendly, but just like hands down the worst at waitressing. Forgetful. No, I just I just have I'm just I'm more of a hostess even though I don't really like like people either. I can like you know, I can like figure out when tables are going to like be done eating and shit like that. You know, I can predict the future. If I was a waitress, I'd be so fat. You know that little walk between the restaurant and the kitchen. You know there's always yeah. a little corridor. When I did like, when I worked in a restaurant, that's that Were I could used to jerk eat. Off? Come on, please stop it. I could eat so Bad much. Memories. Hey, I could eat so much in that little corridor. I yeah, get no, a no, whole I mean, fucking bread roll, smash butter in, and just fuck it in my mouth, and then I will swallow it whole just as I enter the pl- the customer area. Oh, I I as the hostess, I would waddle on into that kitchen, you know, because like I the the first restaurant I worked in. I was 17. It was, a, it was the type of restaurant where they didn't know your last name. They didn't, you weren't, you know, you weren't on any books. They didn't have your social security. Cash. Yeah. 
Mario's Trattoria. And Mario... New York. Yeah, he was Hispanic, but he pretended to be Italian. And he had a Trattoria. Why would you pretend to be Italian? Well, I mean, that's how we feel, but whatever. So he had this... He had this basically like Italian restaurant that was, you know, run by Hispanics, which is, you know, fine. But it's Mexicans. like he wasn't Italian is my point. Yeah. One of the, the, the chef, the chef, that was one of the one of the times I was sexually assaulted at work. One hundred percent. Me too. Yeah. But um, actually, the only way so we'd get like the same family meal every day. So it's like, you know, when you work in a restaurant, they give you like the meal that's for everybody. And it was always like pasta with pink sauce, but then they had the pickled jalapenos. And so what's pink sauce explain? Which is fucking, it's like, um, it's not red sauce. It's not white sauce. It's pink sauce. I mean, is it ketchup and mayonnaise mixed together? No, it was, it was a sauce that they would put on the pasta, but it was, okay. I don't know. You know, it was, it was whatever, but then you put the jalapenos on it and the whole thing was fucking edible and fine. So Mario's Trattoria, and, and Mario's Trattoria, that's where I learned, you know, he was very, like, um, you know, you, you, you say hello to everyone when you come into the restaurant, you know, like everybody matters here. With that said, that is probably the only, like, substantial lesson that man taught anybody because ultimately he was a fucking asshole. He, he was gay, but he was like, put on a little lipstick, you know, you, you make more tips at Ooh, lunch. I yeah. like that. Of course you do. And, like, you had 12 tables at lunch. It was a fucking nightmare. Actually, the first table I ever waitressed... Oh, man, I was a horrible waitress. But this is not my fault. But the first table I ever waitressed, it was, like, three ladies and one of the ladies, um, you know, because of her religion, I guess, you know, could not have meat or wasn't going to... It was vegetarian or some shit. I don't know what she was. I have no fucking idea. But all I know is... Like, she asked for the soup. It's my first goddamn day. And, like, of course, like, she's, like, eating this soup. And then she's, like, what is the base? So I go in the kitchen, and I'm, like, what's the base? And they're, like, you know, chicken or beef or whatever the fuck they said. Stock, yeah. Whatever stock. Yeah, the stock. And you should say no matter what, it's vegetable stock, but you don't have that education. No, I'm brand... I am 18 years old, okay? I am 18 years old. you've never come across a vegetarian before. And I have never worked in a restaurant. I worked... The the only place I worked at was Subway. Okay. You worked at Subway. I worked at Subway. Oh, you are trash. Okay, thank you. No, I worked at, if we're really going down this whole fucking rabbit hole, this started in a place that we're like so far away from now, but yeah, I worked. So right after I quit smoking meth, I started working at Subway. Oh God, go for like <laughs> you know, the good times to the bad times. Yeah, basically like, oh, how the mighty have fallen, right? What, for like fucking three bucks an hour? Yeah, no, I worked at Subway. Oh God, fuck. Did I just tell this story on a, the, okay, uh, fine. Here we go. Yeah. So I worked at Subway. And I, you know, had just come off meth, so I was real skinny. But then I started getting fat real quick because I'd like oh, shove yeah. that subway fat. Yeah, I shoved that cookie dough, that pre-made cookie dough that was in the walk-in, like in my mouth, like down my gullet was every for time the, for the cookies. Yeah. Or are they made? In, they're made in there. No, the dough is not, but the cookies are baked. In the, the cookies are baked in there. There. Okay. Yeah. But they're yeah. All so, oh, right. Yeah. I'd like to get like a little peek behind the curtain here. Yeah, I don't yeah, really know yeah. what's going on in there. Yeah. Well, this is like you know, and the, it's a franchise, right? So it's like this this guy owned the franchise, and the girl who trained me was his like 15 year old daughter, you know. And I'm like 17, like coming off a of meth, and I'm like, all right. And my other two worker coworkers were, and I shit you not, Svetlana and Svetlana. It was like two Russian chicks, both named Svetlana. It was like us and this 15-year-old and this homeless guy would come in. Was it owned by Russians? 
No, it the, the, he was Indian, so he oh was Indian. God. The Why daughter was not Indian. shocked at all. Yeah, but then there they were like two. Love Subways, don't they? They, they love Subway so fr- franchises. It was it was her, it was her two Russian chicks and me. So it was already a weird fucking like a <laughs> nobody's getting anything done at that UN meeting, right? And like. And then this homeless dude would come in, no shoes, terrifying. He'd like come in and hiss. And like he would, honest to God, like. Is this in California? Yeah, this is in California, down the street from my mom's house. It's still there. But he would like reach around the counter. And we were afraid of him, right? Because he was terrifying. Like he was the the only guy who was allowed to use the, you know, you know, any upstanding citizen, they're like, do you have a bathroom? Oh, sorry. It's, you know, for customers only. This guy, like you couldn't tell him no. Because you're like, what's he going to do? Shit in the floor. Yeah, but we, I mean, whatever, you know, like, and he would reach around and open up the cookie drawer and, like, grab the cookie, and we'd let him, because, like, we were scared of yeah, him. Yeah, fucking leave him. You know, and I'm like, well, well, what are you yeah. going to do, die on this well, hill? No, I, I mean, exactly, like, I'm coming off meth, and I'm like, eh, like, I can sense, like, where you're at. Yeah, you, you can know? have a cookie, you, you're, or else you're going to get hippie. Yeah, but check this out, so I would wear, you know, I had my subway hat, and I would wear, like, this sort of fluorescent, kind of, like, day glow but teal like eyeshadow that matched the green subway oh, and this homeless and you, you were you fashionizing yourself, yourself towards your fucking jaw yo dude i had okay. very little to live for at this point yeah, let okay. me have this okay, and, you're, and you're, this <laughs> you don't want to relapse homeless so you're ass putting everything into this fucking yeah. subway job basically but he would come in and he called me he would call me cindy lopper He'd be like, hey, Cindy Lopper. This homeless dude who would steal cookies, like from. Do you look like Cindy Lopper? I don't look anything like, but I think it was the makeup. Because it was very, like, 80s. Time after time. It had nothing to do with the song. But yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. There's a great. you know, you just reminded me. So there's this movie. Uh, it's an Australian film by Baz Luhrmann called Strictly Ballroom. It's one of my mom's favorite movies. I actually think it's a very funny movie. And there's this great scene. That goes, that's the song to it. And they're dancing on top of this building with this like Coca-Cola, like amazing Coca-Cola sign. It's like sparkles and shit like, and that's in Sydney. And I got driven by that just before coronavirus hit when I felt like the world was magical. So. Well, it's not, is it? No, back to Subway. Yeah. Is here everyone just homeless guy? Did he shit in the floor? I want to hear the good stuff. No, so the story. Did he fuck another homeless woman in the corner? The best story I have from there has nothing to do with that guy. Oh. The best story I have from there, so I I went to their other store, right? Which is a little further away from. Coming up in the world. Yeah. And I, you know, me and uh, Svetlana were there one day. And like, I actually, it wasn't Svetlana, but it was another Russian girl. Like, I, I don't know what the deal was. Um. But it was me and her, and this lady comes in. They're just getting in. their legs strong until they make them hookers, I guess. Okay. I don't know what That's goes on. That's a reach. That's a reach, but sure. Look, they're white women. They can say what they want. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to. I'm too fucking tired and stressed out to even argue most of the. You, you almost have free reign tonight. Ooh, I'm gonna, I, got, I got a fucking. I'm gonna li- let the a leash lot of, is loose. I'm going to let a lot of it just sort of glaze by me. I, I can't handle it right now. But. Um, yeah, this lady comes in and she like so she's had work done. She basically looks like a cross between Rosie Perez and Michael Jackson, right? Like w- after he got the work done, like her nose is like a point that's like not natural. Like you know, she's kind of stretched out, but she's clearly like you know, Jan- so she looks yeah. like Janet Jackson, maybe. Uh, I don't know, no, because she had Rosie Perez vibes, and I don't this know who is the why. Fuck that is. Well, look her up, look her up, okay, cause, look her up later. yeah, because Janet, Janet's got her own sort of like class about her. She's fucking Janet Jackson. She's not Michael Jackson, though. She correct. <laughs> you did it. You did. <laughs> Everyone remember that? She's not. She's not. No. 
So Rose, so this lady comes in and she's got like one kind of like, he's like a, it's a toddler, maybe a little bit older than a toddler, but still like a toddler. And then she's got like a, another like smaller toddler in her arms. And so she's like ordering. So she folks. Yeah. Uh, and, and she's ordering sandwich for all the people, sandwiches for all the people she fucks. Cause like she's folks and she's poor. Oh God. Yeah. Well, she's just ordering like. Like lots of sandwiches, you know, six footers or sorry, yeah. one footers, well, whatever, six one footers, you know, birthday. just, yeah, exactly. Like she doesn't, that's what, how, what she fucked yeah. earlier. So now yeah. she's ordering that Dad's in food gone. form. We're going to have a subway birthday party for the kid. Yeah. For the kid. Which, you know, is it better gang. than a McDonald's birthday party, I guess. Is it? No. You know, I was a Porta Subs it's fan, not. actually, which didn't, uh, you know, when I was a kid. So that's like a, a chain in Nevada and, and. Me and the other kids were always like, Subway's gross. There's bugs in it. Like, you know, you know when kids like tell lies? Yeah. Yeah. So we hated Subway. It was all about Porta Subs. But sadly, it didn't catch on the way Subway did, even though it like tastes better. Um, so anyway, this lady, she's ordering the sandwiches. She's holding one of the kids. And like the other kid, like I can see him. He's like by the chips, you know, and he's like, like kind of pulling on the rack. And I'm, I'm not in the best place as like a person at this time in my life, you know, I, did you strike him? Did I strike him? No, I'm making oh. the, his mommy, her, her fucking meat mountain sandwiches, you know? Um, but I see him kind of like pulling on the rack to a point where like, I probably should have been like, Hey, you know, but also what are you supposed to say? Like, Hey, can you watch your fucking, Hey, kid? your little fucking tarot over there is going to knock everything. Yeah. Well, that is exactly what happened. This was this the kid, 90s, wasn't it? How old do you think I am? Oh my god! Okay, so this kid, like, he's yanking on the chip rack, and then the thing comes, like, you know, yeah, crashing over. So like, the bags of chips fly everywhere. Chips are fucking everywhere, and she's screaming, "Oh my god! Fuck! Fuck!" You know, and like, the kid is crying under the the chip rack, under just like. You know, Sun Chips, Cheetos, Doritos, like the whole thing. He, he, you can hear him screaming. The other kid's still in her arms. And so she, like, drags this chip rack off of him, pulls him out from underneath it. You know, there's there's crisps everywhere. And then she's, like, walking out the door, right? And we, like, have all these sandwiches. And we're just like, oh, fuck. And then right before it closes, she turns around. And she's like, keep making those sandwiches. And you can, like, see her out of the window, like, Beat shove him. One kid in the car, the other kid in the back of the car, and, like, you know, peel out of the driveway. And we're just like, I guess we'll, like, finish making the sandwiches. And then, like, 30 minutes later, she came back for all of them. Oh, perfect. She just needed to go somewhere quiet to beat their kids. Yeah, I just... And you know what? I bet those kids now are upstanding citizens. That's the problem mm. with the kids these days. Those kids are in jail. Um, no, I don't think so. Well, we'll I, never know. I think a stern beating keeps a kid in line. We'll never know. Too much of a stern beating puts a kid in jail. I think there's a fine line. Yeah, I mean, I, I, my dad hit me. Yeah, who? Yeah, but before anyway, he left. I knew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing he done. <laughs> Last thing he done was push yeah, you down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I got about twenty minutes before somebody finds this kid. Um, What's my favorite thing to do before I leave? <laughs> did I? Ta- I think I told the joke recently about the the little timer. It doesn't matter, but um. How do we get on the subway no, thing? No, no, we have to go back to um the fake uh, Italians. And I, I'm, I'm imagining Think Italians. I'm so tired. I can barely even follow. Mario is a Mexican. And your oh, first, cost, your first customer's table. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So this yeah, is New yeah. York Ooh, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah? this is like, it's like my first fucking day. And basically. It, this is New York. This is New York. It was okay. on, it was in Hell's Kitchen. The restaurant no longer exists. Good. He's a dick. Um, 
Yeah, he definitely, I don't know, you know, he'd hire all these, like, gay boys, you know, because he was gay, and then he'd, like, flirt with them, and, and you know. Rest him, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure some shit like that happened. Um, that's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, it was, I, I, my manager's name was Maria, and she was, like, very little. She was kind of like a Judge Judy type, to Ooh, be I like that. Yeah, yeah, like, she didn't like me at first, but then she grew to like me, mm. you know, and, but, yeah, the chef, he, Armando, Armando was the chef, and he, yeah, like, cornered me in the kitchen once and, you know, put his face on my face, and it was very gross. It was was he Italian? Least. Because that's no. actually, that's actually part of the culture. Yeah, We've no, no, but I think he was, uh, you know, trying to assimilate, you know, along yeah. with the he's pasta. He's trying to assimilate, like, Cuomo said, like, you're allowed mm. to, if you're Italian, you're allowed to um, hold a woman on a fucker, I think. Is that, oh, is that the quote? Yeah, because you speak with your hands, isn't it? Good one. You can't speak your feelings. (laughs) Speak with your hands. My hands are grabbing your tits right now, you retard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was was like, so, so yeah, I worked at this place. I actually, my, Pip got me a job there. Pip started working there. He was my roommate. Then he got me a job. Then I got a couple people I knew a job there. So it was real weird. We got a lot, you got a weird cast of characters, weird cast of white kids (laughs) who are in there like, late teens working for like this gay Mexican man who like is pretending to be Italian. And yeah, so it was a weird, it was a weird, and and nobody's like paid on the books. Right. So weird dynamic. Um, yeah. And that lady, basically she was like, Oh, the soup. And then, you know, of course I go back there and I'm like, what's in the soup. And Armando's like, you know, whatever he said, I, you know, I remember his face. I don't remember what meat he said it was. So then I like, but you did know. You exp- when you went back, did you explain she says she can't have meat? Or did you just go, She's you, I, ju- you just went back with the question she asked? I think I went back being like, is there meat in the soup? You know? Yeah. I'm. It's my first day waitressing ever. I am. Are these bitches white? I can't remember. The woman was not white. The that, wo- a- that asked. Correct. Oh, I guess but I she guess was with two white women. Okay, well then, free free game. If you're hanging around with them, you're as bad as them. That's what well, I say. Okay. <laughs> so I think she's just trying to fucking sort her power by go. I'll just. She I already will, ate the soup. Uh, I will never. I just got chills remembering. The I know look what on happened. Her face. She fucking ate the soup, knowing it. Like, she ate it. It was the whole thing was upsetting. It was like one of the. Did worst. she finish it? No, she didn't finish it. I don't even remember what happened. It was, she was very upset. I ruined, you know, her relationship with God. That's how she looked at oh, me. Oh, it was a religious thing. Sorry. Yes, that's what I mean. Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, redact. Yeah. Or that's, that's I what retract it, my comment. That's what it appeared to be to me, yeah. I, I think. It, I, 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 I don't, you know, I'm making an assumption, but that's the vibe I got. It wasn't like, it was more like, like I don't right. consume well, maybe maybe that's her thing, all right. I was thinking it's one yeah, of those. Yeah, so it's a fucking nightmare. So vegan fashionistas. I, who was working? Oh, there was a guy. There was a guy who lived above that restaurant. He was bartending, and I was running a little late one day. And keep Mar- that mic warm when I grab a beer. Mario was a fucking uh, dick, and I texted the bartender Jared. That was his name. That uh, I was running a little late, and he was like, "Yeah, no big deal, blah blah blah." So I like get there like ten minutes late, but like it, I'm like the restaurant's not open. People are eating family meal. I think I had already eaten as well, and I walked in, and Mario was like, "Thank you for joining us." Like really <laughs> fucked up, and I and I like I enough shit had happened, including Armando like assaulting me in the kitchen. You know, like when I say he cornered me, and I mean this was a large man who. You know, so, and I, I'm not trying to, you know, wave my little banner about it now, but yeah, that I was tech, that tech, that did happen. 
Um, so it's like, you know, there was enough things going on there that, we, you know, the job was not, it was not fun and it wasn't really, it's, I don't think the money was even like, you know, even with like under the table, it was starting to not be worth it. So, um, he was like, thank you for joining us. And I was like, you know, I think I mentioned, I was like, I texted Jared and he was, he was like real nasty. And I was like, I was like, you know what? I could leave. I could go. And he was like, go. And I was like, fine. And I left and I never went back. I was like, fuck this. Perfect. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't even remember what job I went to after that, but um, I do know that, uh, yeah, I was a bad waitress. So how, oh yeah, how this started. So then I ended up being a hostess in several different places, but then I was a waitress down the street from my friend. She opened a little restaurant. I had worked with her at a different restaurant that was that's very delicious. So you were a queen of in the industry. I mean, it was it was a job. Yeah, it was a job. You're in hospitality. Uh, yeah, to You're much hospital, which much are, to people's dismay, which is a fun job to work in, but from the outside, perpetuated my alcoholism for sure. No, from the outside looking at people are like, oh, I work in the bars, you know, and you're like, you're they're they're so bent, they're so like, we go out on Monday nights. Yeah, I mean, I you know, every night was a night out. Yeah, it's not uh, not fun to just work, and it's just you know when you don't I work mean, it I anymore, I don't I, like them. Ugh, I can't, I, I can't. Well, whatever. I mean, I can't, I can't do it again. But um, if you are in Brooklyn, you should check out Buttermilk Channel. That's that was a that's a very legit restaurant. Good restaurant to work at. I don't like good the name. It, well, the it's name a, makes it's, me a, feel it's fat. an actual channel, and the food is fattening. It's delicious. It's a TV channel. No, it's like a it's a body of water in Brooklyn. What? It has a story. Just I don't ask me the story. I've forgotten it. But I uh, bet she's polluted. Probably, you know, dead bodies. You know, whatever. But I met people there. I think I talked about one girl last time. They called her Bone. I think I talked about this last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she opens a restaurant. This 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 is like one of the hardest working people I've ever known in my life. She like you, really hard working, but she's a waitress. No, so this is kind of like a weird thing. Um, Can you give me her BMI and skin color? She is uh, white. And fat. No, very thin, very small. Oh, yeah, that's hence the name, hence the name. I forgot, sorry. Well, no, she was bad at the bone. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, and she like when she had her master's and some shit, I don't know, like, like, you know, her husband is in like the FBI or some shit now. Like, like you know, I, yeah, I'm not like, gonna, I'm not gonna go into it. I'm not gonna go into it too much. But like the point tea. is, the point, yeah, like iced tea, exactly. He is iced tea. Her husband is iced tea, and she's cocoa. So you know, Sweet. forget what I said about her being thin. She's actually got a big fat ass. So anyway, she opened a restaurant, Coco. Coco opened a restaurant. Um, she started her own like catering business, and so you know, she'd take me to do these weddings. It's very funny. You know, one of the things that I think is so funny about, like, anything, especially, like, I know they tried to make, like, a TV show about a restaurant before and a movie, and I don't think that nobody's ever done it right because, like the Larry Sanders show, I think when you really, like, magnify, (laughs) you know, like Party Down. Have you seen Party Down? That's a good one. No. You magnify the people that you have cobbled together to create an experience at like an event or at a restaurant or to make a TV show, you know, because everybody is their own little personality with their own little problems, quirks, you know, 
Oh yeah, idiosyncrasies. When you work in a bar, whatever. when you work in a bar yeah. and you got one person to bully, hilarious. Yeah. So it exactly, but nobody's really examined this correctly in a restaurant. But party down is a really good one because you know it shows that everybody involved in the catering industry is usually somebody attempting to make it an entertainment. You know, and so they all have their own little a projects. F- a few of them are just trying to get become some sort of fucking managerial position. The real, real tragic people. Right. Literally the right. saddest people I've ever met in my life. But when you examine people are going it. for a managerial position through college in a hotel i'm like i don't know how you're not jumping out of the window yeah the people go to school for hospitality it's kind of like just literally go to work at a i restaurant. mean drink yourself to death for sure have a good time go do every job in a restaurant and then you've learned the hospitality industry well, that's what they do yeah. after college yeah well they, they, why even go to college you don't even need you don't to need to go to college, to go to college. No. Yeah, you don't even need to go to school you, you need to speak need to you, if you can speak anything, really if you can speak a language yeah one language two is even better yeah, if you have two languages, you're better than that. Yeah. Well, no, no. Two is good for a restaurant because, you know, you have front of house, back of house. Back of house, there's How many Americans speak two languages? Yeah, more than you'd think. I'm not one of them. No, I mean Americans. I don't mean Mexicans that are in the country. Okay. You know what? You want me to crunch these fucking numbers right now? I have no goddamn idea. I have no goddamn idea. No, if you can speak two languages, you are killing it in hospitality. Therefore, you're better than hospitality because it's okay. fucking... It's a one language. I'm not even going to argue with It's him. a personality-based business, basically. Right. That's it. So if you've got a good personality, you'll do well. You don't have to be smart. But it's very funny to think, like, all of these weddings that I was one of the, like, catering servers to, and, like, how, how close-knit I was with, like, the girl who was making it all happen, which, like, how somebody even has that capacity? Like, I just don't have it in me. Like, to make sure these fuckers get their tablecloths and their silverware and their little, you know hors d'oeuvres and all this bullshit, 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 all night, you know what I mean? Like, the fact she organizes that, but, like, when I think about, like, myself, you know, I'm, like, I have, like, no business being here. I'm, my whole mission the entire day is how do I eat, <laughs> like, yeah, some yeah, of this food, yeah, so you, you know? Yeah, working wedding, weddings Weddings well. or any, yeah. any event where I see food. Yeah. Like, when I used to work these, like... No matter what, I'm, like, I'm taking a volivant and I'm having a soup, Everything that's coming out first, I'm trying everything. Well, what I would do, it, it so I used to work these events. I know I've talked about it on here. For I like, used to put a volivant into the soup. I that's don't really know what nice. a volivant is. It's a it's a pastry, mm. a mushroom. It's it's it's, it's a wedding thing. Soup. <laughs> okay. Well, we we didn't have soup was not a big one, but as um, a starter, not at weddings. No. Well, we've come from different cultures, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Continue. So, um, <laughs> uh I would sometimes work these like really high end events in Manhattan for like the 1% of Manhattan where basically they're like throwing this like super expensive event Jewish where you had to pay. I mean, yes, there are Jewish people there, of course, but you had to pay a stupid amount of money to even get a seat at a table there. Usually these people would buy tables like it's like, oh, this to is show the, off, isn't it? Yeah. Y- yeah. Well, you're showing off, but then you're there to like do an auction or donate or whatever to whatever the cause is for the event. Right. The Taliban, maybe. Yeah. The Taliban. So um, usually those events, I was not like a caterer. I was like, you know, registration or some shit. So what I'd have to. So the catering is separate. So I'd have to kind of that's a tricky one. Right. Because I'd have to locate the caterer that like, you know, I'd have to connect with a caterer quickly and then be like, Hey, you know, you got a plate of food, you know, and there's a, like, I'd have to find a spot, connect with the caterer, kind of be like, would you want to, you're using your your personal skills to to eat, (laughs) (laughs) to eat. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to know someone in the kitchen always to feed you. 
Yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, because sometimes they'd come up to us, but you're not allowed to eat yeah. when you're on registration. It's very easy to talk to chefs because chefs are dumb people. No, 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 no. I would, I would disagree. They're, they're, they're idiots. They're, no. My I, friends are chefs. I, I have friends that are chefs you, too. Yeah, you you all chefs you, are stupid. You, you flatter That's them. That's a stupid thing to say. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Our landscapers are stupid. There we go. There we go. Okay, Ergo also, facto, I can say what I want. Okay, but you, I also know chefs and they're not all stupid. Let me please do what I'm saying. All chefs <laughs> are stupid, like and all you have to stupid. do is stroke their little ego, going, "You're killing it tonight, mate." It also sounds like you're talking about comedians. <laughs> like comedians really are the interchangeable. Mo- they're interchangeable. The, they're the most retarded. Yeah, fair I enough. would put them way below chefs or landscapers <laughs> yeah. or that homeless man in subway. A hundred percent. If you're reaching around grabbing cookies, you're doing better than some bender than open yeah. mics. <laughs> you're right? taking what you want. Hundred percent. Um, but every chef, no, not every chef. Every chef I worked with. Very funny, bad alcoholics, but the way, you know, if you're having, you can get in an argument with a chef, you know, because they don't respect bar staff, obviously, and they hate waitresses, you know. I saw a chef show a play at their waitress, and I couldn't believe how quick she dodged her way out of it. I was like, you should go, you should go boxing. Wasn't her first rodeo. No, I don't think so. But uh, we used to, I don't know, we used to, one, we used to get on with some chefs, and then there's another batch of chefs. I just didn't like how, how, chefs. how cocky they were. And well, I, yeah, you know, because they get cocky. Because con- you have to be confident to be a chef to a certain degree, yeah, or yeah, at least yeah. confident in your. And if you say something like, "Oh, were, were you uh, were you watching Gordon Ramsay last night again?" Is that what you're doing? Yo. They get so upset because he's their god. Well, when he was on you're TV, making, you're making sweeping they, generalizations. When he, when he was I'm on TV ten years, fifteen years ago, when I worked in this hosta- hospitality, yeah. he was so big. Yeah. And if you say to a chef, "Oh, you're kind of were you watching that again? Are you trying to?" They used to do it in the kitchen. They okay. used to do okay. the. You, you, you know, we, we need to set some parameters here because you're talking about Cork, Ireland. Yeah. Ireland. Uh, what? Do we, uh, oh, because I'm from some hick nation. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I mean, because like, it, it, I'll have so you know that the chefs we're in from are very talented. Oh, very talented. We're known for our food. People. We're known so for we're known for our food. We're known for okay over Manhattan. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, because I'm like, because fuck I, you, fucking <laughs> fucking what? Look what you've done to Afghanistan. <laughs> you I personally. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I've got all that time. You and your energy. geriatric president. I am. T- <laughs> I am too self-centered to do anything about Afghanistan. Um, except for a hope that it all works out, which it won't. So, you know, thoughts and prayers. But I went, I, I did this, uh, trail at this restaurant. I think his name's Daniel Hume. I don't remember, but it's one of, it's one of the best restaurants in, in New York city. It's called 11 Madison park and there it's 500 bucks minimum to eat there a night right so i like what yeah yeah so check this out so i see like a fucking ad on craigslist i'm in like college i'm living with my roommate pip in a studio apartment and um you know in a bunk bunk bed situation and i like need a job while also going to school so i go here to train i had very small plugs in my ears at the time oh my god i just said small ones and they're not there anymore and i don't want to fucking hear it small is worse than big because you're like i'm half in yeah well i'm glad because if because a friend of mine my my friend brendan he got his punched at around the same age punched so now he they just look like cat butts like hanging out because it'll never go back cool okay yeah that's what it's about okay (laughs) But uh, anyway, so I had these small plugs and I would wear winged eyeliner and basically I went in there to train and I had never seen anything like it. Like, and I think I've talked about this restaurant before. They're like career restaurant people. Like you had to wear 
button ups, cufflinks, like the whole thing. Like they would steal each other's uniforms and shit. Like you're in, you're like, if you're working at this restaurant, you are in it to like win it. What that is, I don't know. Waste go for men. The whole fucking deal, right? So I'm like trailing there, and there's like you know different sections of the kitchen. Like you know, there, you know how there's usually a line, and then there's like you know the the cold, and then like you know the fryer or whatever, and like yeah, desserts. Yeah. This is like there's sections of like the biggest kitchen I've ever seen. Like six people in the dessert section, you know. Pastry chefs are called. Pastry chef, yeah, yeah, whatever. There's so many fucking people in this kitchen, and like. The runners, so there's like um, the expediter. His name was Hawk, and I was like, okay. And you know, you're you're running shit out on these like big silver trays and your little like you know penguin suit. And I'm like, okay, this is some pretty fucking. I did not think this. And I think I had I had already worked at Mario's, right? So my like view of restaurants is Mario's Trattoria versus Eleven Madison Park, which is like now the most insane restaurant I've ever been inside of. You know, and. So basically when this chef like walks in, I didn't even realize it was the chef. He, he, he's not really doing, well, I'm sure he's doing something, but he doesn't look like he's doing anything. And then he'll say something and every single person in the kitchen, every single person is like, we chef, like, and I was just like, I... I hate that so much. Am I at war? Like, I was, like, so nervous. And they told me they if I want... Think, they, they think they're, like, it's, like, a military thing. Yeah, chef, shut up, you bender. Yo, I don't know. He's like, just a fat alcoholic who's well, just been doing this because he couldn't do anything else. Yeah, well, you you remember the, the woman I told you about, the pure food and wine woman? The one who... I had... I think I ta- talked about this on here. I worked at this restaurant, Pure Food and Wine. It was a... Um, like vegan raw food restaurant and she was caught absolutely zero crackage there. she was caught because she meat. she had extorted money from investors to keep the restaurant open she hadn't been paying her staff and she was like caught with her like crazy fiance who was fat and they were caught because they were like ordering a domino's pizza but she's like the raw f- vegan food queen oh, that's not raw vegan yeah, yeah. So it was like, you know, hilarious or whatever. And like splash all over Gothamist. The food actually was not bad. Woody Harrelson would eat there. I worked there for a hot minute. He would like get high in their courtyard. Um, oh, I like him. But like, why would you uh, raw vegan? I don't care about that. I don't know. It's if, good if, you're, if you're rich enough, it's They would make cheese out of nuts and they'd call it nut cheese. The, like how you put that on a me- Like how the fuck? Like I watched so many people like and our nut cheese selection today. And I'm like, how are you not laughing? Like how 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 are you doing this? Like you... Or a vanilla piece of shit, if you can even, like, say that every day without cracking a fucking smile. But um, for some reason, I was lurking her Instagram in the middle of the night one night. Because I was just, you know, I was curious. Because I was like, where, you know, have you ever thought, like, where did, is this person during coronavirus? So I was like, I was like, I wonder what happened to Sarma, you know? And she's got this dog, and it's real cute, and he's a rescue pit bull, blah, blah, blah. But I guess she posts about that. 11 Madison Park guy is he's he's doing an all he's he's completely so this this restaurant that is like I don't know is it the best restaurant in New York City it might have hit that list at some point it's a crazy restaurant but now he's like doing all vegan food or some shit he's like no more meat in this restaurant so I don't know you know if you're good enough at being a chef I you know why is that fucking you know what shitty lame like you say I worked in the industry for five years. Five years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
I've worked in it longer than and five years. When I was younger, the chefs were super cool. They were taking coke, they were drunks, and then they well, completely really like revamped the whole hotel and fired all the cool people and mm. replaced it with squares. Mm. And I never really got over that. Mm. I never really got over that. Yes, chef, yes, chef. And I was like, shut up, faggot. Like, they're just Oh, so God. <laughs> Uh, excuse me. In this is in a chef context, in and we're talking fifteen years ago. So, the chef was mean, and we've got a funnier story. Fine. There was this new guy when we were working at, because I used to work a lot of weddings and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And we had a new guy. I loved when a new guy came and like you could watch them just sweat it out because they don't like you know they're like seventeen years old or whatever they don't yeah. know what's going on. And uh, he was there a little bit, and he had to. His job was to drop champagne to the you know to the bride and groom's room. You know, so the wedding suite. So a bucket of champagne up there. And he dropped the bucket of champagne up there. And then when he was up there, for some reason, for some crazy reason, in his crazy little head, he decided he was going to take a shit in there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I love it. To like. sign in or was it but he like was just I, I guess he just had the, the feeling at the time that he needed to shit. And he He'd was like, probably been holding it in a while and was yeah, like, this is my opportunity. There is bathrooms. It's a, ho- it's a big hotel. The There's bathrooms the everywhere. Really? Like. So like well, there's staff bathrooms. You don't use the... Well, okay. I used the handicap bathroom the whole time. But, um, it's usually nicer. Yeah, he took a shit in the room. Wow. And he just as he... He, he stunk out the whole room. Like, it was smelled of shit, apparently. Just as he walked out the door, the groom walked in and he <sighs> was like, well, what's going on here? This is like... This is like not the worst hotel. It's not like five star, but it's... Yeah. You would rate... Like, as in... It was pretty <laughs> successful. It was really pretty. And it was booked up for like five years straight. Yeah. And uh, the groom was like, "What are you?" He, the groom like laughed off. I was like, "What are you doing?" Here? Like, and the groom was like smelling. He was like, "Did you?" And he was like, "Oh, it's so funny." They fired him. They fired him for shitting in the because the groom complained to the owner. He was like, "The owner was a gay man who was married to a woman, so he's very angry the whole time. He was scary, like, yeah, yeah." So they fucking fired his ass, man. I, I mean, just I love the idea of just like fucking being so naive to think you can just shit in the fucking wedding yeah, suite I mean, during like, a wedding while they're like the reception is going on downstairs. You're putting the champagne in it. They're going to come up. Well, you don't know they're going to come up. He re- he he took. I a can risk. relate though. I remember one time I was Roll having the dice. I was having drunken diarrhea in the disabled toilet, mm-hmm. which no one ever yeah. used. And one time there's a fucking knock on the door, mm. and then like fucking, I had to like it was like it was it wasn't a knock. It was like it was a walking stick smacking off. It and then you had to like limp out of there. I don't know. I should have weighed them out, and it kept knocking, and then um. Yeah, God. I should have weighed him out, and then there was a severely disabled person in a wheelchair outside the door. And then I said I was uh, cleaning up vomit in there. That's why I was in there so long. I wasn't. I was making vomit well, out my you, ass. Wow, I'm impressed at how quickly you came up with something. No, though. quickly. I had about 10 minutes to think about it. Well, well. <laughs> I was like, will this person just die in their chair before I have to go out there? <laughs> well, w- I, know, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed those days of, of, wa- of working in a hotel. It's good crack. Yeah, I mean... I severe, s- severe social anxiety, and I had to work in a bar. I I would panic when I could see someone co- coming to the bar, and I would serve like 300 people a night, and I was like, another one. <gasps> oh, another yeah. person I have to interact with. I, well, you know what? So what's interesting about this 11 Madison Park place is, so, you know, I trailed, and then they were like, you know, we're going to need this many days from you, and I was like, oh, this doesn't actually work with my school schedule. Like, what is part-time to them is actually, like, basically a full-time job. 
And I was like, and they were like, also, you're going to have to take out your plugs and you can't wear any, like any of the makeup. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't wear like the, these wings were not like Amy Winehouse. So I, I'm like, it was like, I didn't wear a lot of makeup. So I was like, uh, and I was like, I don't want this job. But then Pip ended up taking the job, right? Like my roommate Pip, he was like, I'll go do that job because you made hella money there. Right. So Pip goes down there and I end up taking this job as a hostess at a place called Nizza, very down the street from Mario's Trattoria, incidentally, like only a few blocks away. And Nizza is spelled N-I-Z-Z-A. So like white dudes would come up and be like, man, we love the food here at Nizza. Like, <laughs> but it was like, it's Nizza. It's supposed to be like the city of Nice or whatever the fuck, right? Nice is in France. I don't fucking know. It was like a, it was supposed to be like a a, um, a fusion of some shit. Is it I, Italian or some shit? It was like a town. I I don't. There were like crostinis, but there was pasta, but there was pizza. How much did you get felt up there, and will know if they're Italian or not? Because that's their language. No, there was uh the manager. So they it was a restaurant group. So they owned three restaurants on that block, right? It was it, insane. So there was Marseille, which was their popular that's French place. French. Yeah, and then there was Nizza, which was supposed to be this fusion, I think. And then there was Five Napkin Burger, which is now like I think their most popular chain, but it had just opened, right? And so that's a terrible name. Five well, the, napkin burger. It was, you know, the burger's so good you need five napkins. Oh, whatever. F- yeah, jerk off and all of them. Don't anyway, so off. the the main, like the GM of the three, general manager. Yeah, his name was Robert, and he had the biggest ass I have ever seen on any man. And I would call you him. You get that in the hospitality. You get some really fat asses because people snack in the kitchen a he, lot. He wasn't really fat no, he just had, had a big, fat yeah, yeah. ass just a, a, a big bottom trunk yeah and yeah, I would yeah. I would call him I would be like oh you know daddy's coming like I don't know I always like to call bosses like not to their face but behind their back like I call them dad or daddy um Michael Richards came. so this was actually actually this was one of the this is one of the weirder nights I've Michael ever Richards the n-word guy yes he's the n-word guy from Seinfeld right yeah, yeah. so so th- god let me see if I can remember this night so it was like a Saturday night I'm host to saying it's not super busy, but like it's full and Michael Richards is in there and he's at a table of like six and like four people are black at the table. Right. And you know, and you're kind of like, and this was very short. Was this soon just after the, it was very soon after his, uh, you know, N word at the, you know, what was that? It was at the comedy. Oh, someone with a motorbike, so it's like being cool. Oh, okay. I, I, you know, I'm wearing headphones, so I was like, "Am I, <laughs> am I having a stroke?" Um, yeah, no. So it was after his, uh, it you know, comic strip, it full wasn't. meltdown. I don't even remember where it was, but it was after his full meltdown, um, his racist tirade. So now he's like out and about on a Saturday night. He didn't look like, I don't know. I'll put it this way. He didn't look comfortable. Like, he didn't look like he really knew these people he was with. He wasn't. Do you think he paid them as actors to go around the I town? I don't know. You know what I mean? Because it's Saturday night. He's out in Hell's Kitchen. And, like, it's a busy part of New York City. You know? Like, people, like, looked up, like, oh, it's Marco Richards. You know? So. Hey, Michael, say your thing. Yeah, say your <laughs> thing. Yeah, and say your punchline. Um, so, he's there, right? And so they're at this table. It's not like in the center of the restaurant, but then like near near him is this couple and they're like straight up getting a fucking divorce at the table, right? Like they were miserable when I sat them. They're like fighting. They are fighting. They are, their marriage is ending. 
And then like right in front of the hostess station is like another party of six. It's this girl's birthday. She's sort of like in her 20s. And like... Facker? No. Huh. But what ended up happening was like, you know, he's over there and people are like gawking at him, right? Because it's, it's, it's soon enough after it's the thing. It's soon enough after where everybody's Within a year like, or two. It, within a year. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it was real soon after this. So we're talking to 2005, 2006, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. Co- I'm Something well, like that. no, 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 no. That, that it, but more like 2007, I think. No, 2008, 2007. It's in the. I think 2007. It doesn't. Fu- it's it's close enough where everybody's. Okay. I'm telling you, they're everybody's looking at him like there he yeah, is. You got You get a ten year. Like even no, yeah. Thing, whatever. It, um. And then this couple's arguing. They're screaming at each other. Like, like it got to a point where I think the G... So th- this was one night where one of the floor... Th- he had no floor managers. So it was the only night that I've ever worked with dad directly, right? Because he's like the GM. So he'd float between the three. But he didn't really have to do anything because he had these floor managers. But no, he had no floor managers. So he was like, oh, we're working to get together tonight. Um, <laughs> so fat-ass dad. Fat-ass dad. Um, God, I just remembered, <laughs> I, I think like, I remember like I, I, I would get these lemonades. Well, there was, and I just remember one time, like he, I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I just remember he looked at me and he said, the hostess gets one lemonade <laughs> or something. And I'll just never like, and he like walk f- floats away on his like, you know, ass. that's like a cloud, but uh, yeah, so this couple's arguing to the point where he had to go over and, like, ask them, even though, like, it's, like, a bustling restaurant with, like, loud music, like, you know, they had to, like, cool it. But then, like, the birthday girl at this other table begins puking all over her table. Oh, I love it. So she's puking everywhere, and her friends are, like, and she's, like, she went from, like, like lucid to, like, completely not. So they call the ambulance, right? Drunk but puking, or? I, I, do, I get, like, she's, like, basically unconscious, now, but like vomit is everywhere, and 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 then the birthday, ambulance. If it's a birthday girl, they're usually intoxicated. Right. So, but th- this restaurant, so the windows would open, right? Like, so it was one of those, you know, where like it was just all windows, or they would open up in the summer, right? So you could like walk through the window or whatever. But like the actual <laughs> door, like you know the the corridor. It's like it was jagged, kind of like you would walk in. It was it was small, like it was a small corridor. So when the ambulance arrives, they start trying to fit the stretcher through the door, but then they realize they can't. So then they had to like move all the tables that were by the windows Very and like carried it. And like not a they, good birthday. They strap her to that, but like Michael Richards is there. This couple's getting, and I was just like, this is. It was like very Twilight Zone, you know. And if you I, could, yeah, if I was a drunk fat girl on a stretcher, I'd be like, why can't he just say the N word no and take the fucking focus <laughs> off me? Yeah. Well, and it was like the only night, like the GM actually, you know, was, you could see him sweating. Like he hadn't yeah. had worked in years. And yeah. like the one night, like every fucking thing goes wrong. Um, yeah, that I, so I showed up to that restaurant um, still high on acid one day, right? Like, and Pip. You 100% do that job fucking on the. Well, you know, because you don't exactly want to talk to everyone, right? So like, so I had to go to work and Pip, he was working at 11 Madison Park, but they were taking a field trip to a farm, right? That sourced the, I guess they sourced their meat from to watch a pig slaughtering. So Pip is high on acid texting me from like a pig slaughtering. And I'm like, dude, you should not be on acid to watch. He's like, this is really fucked up. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like standing at Nizza. It's like, you know, 4.30 PM. And I'm like, la, la, la. And this lady has her kid outside, right? And they're sitting at an outdoor table and the lady walks in. 
And she's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Can you just watch my kid for me? And I'm like, all I'm thinking is like, lady, if you knew what I was like, I'm I the, the wrong person. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, you know, youth, youth. I worked there for a while. It was a, it was a decent job. It was a decent job um, yeah, for no, a child. It's, it's character building for sure. Yeah. You know, everybody should work in a restaurant. In fact, you, you know, depending on how the, the fringe goes, you know, I might just quit comedy and go back to it. My God, my first passion, seating people so they can stuff eggs in their fucking mouth at 10 in the morning. Oh, no. People who worked on construction sites without ever working in like a restaurant or a hotel or anything are fucking savages or animals. You know, like you, we, need, you need to be like fucking in that kind of a. I don't know how this just happened. I don't know how we just talked about fucking restaurants. I, I didn't even tell all the my glory. No, I, got, I, I forgot, but I got like five years experience in fucking hospitality. But we didn't plug any of my shit. Oh, yeah. We sure. haven't said anything to our Patreon people. Oh, yeah. We, it's like, it's like, what are we even doing? Do we even podcast? Do we even know how to podcast? I forgot we were podcasting. Is this even interesting? Who gives a fuck? Well, all right. I'm going to the Fringe. Can you, can you plug it for me? Uh, she's going to the Fringe, which is uh, in Edinburgh, in Scotland. <laughs> it's uh, a couple of hundred miles north from here, and she has a gr- uh, she has a show called "This Girl Is Bloody Nasty." Yeah, that is the exact name. And it's on in the counting house in the lounge. In the lounge, I've also added a couple st- shows. Uh, we'll get to it. Okay. At two p.m. Two p.m. Yeah. <coughs> Wow. And, excuse me. That's my closer, actually. That's, that's why it's not working. Shut up and promoting. <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, she's added shows at bar 50. At 3.45 p.m. At 345 p.m. On the 19th p.m. and 20th. 19th and 20th of and August. At 6.30 p.m. in the counting house on the 23rd and 24th. Yeah, whatever the fuck she's at. Yep. And uh, and she'll be doing other shows around the town. But if you want to catch me, uh, <laughs> I don't even put my open mics online. But uh, from friends on Facebook, message me and uh, you can come to my open mic. Yeah, well, and... Um, oh, and we have um, Patri- Patreons that need... We do. We do have people. The people whose names Mark is about to some remember, fo- yeah, some fo- they idiots. give us $5 a month, American dollars, which is basically... Nothing and, and and what a what a but and I and I say that in a nice way because everybody doing that has aided us in being able to pay for a mic, pay for pay for things and and try to make this happen. But if you don't support us and you listen to this, and boy, there are quite a bit of you, it's you know wouldn't be that hard. We got listeners in Afghanistan, so for the the new folks in Kabul, welcome to town. <laughs> um, I I already scored it. Heard it's very nice, and uh, we are also. I mean, congratulations, I guess. Okay. And I hope right. you continue right. listening. Right. You, why don't you shout out the people who support us on Patreon? Naylor. Yep. We love you, Dom Doms. <laughs> okay. Who's a chef? Okay, he, really? He are understand. we are we doing this again? We're back to everybody gets a little backstory. Uh, Kevza. Mm-hmm. Never worked in hospitality. Makes All a right. lot of sense uh-huh. why, though. Uh-huh. No, it doesn't uh-huh. have the personality uh-huh. for uh-huh. it. Um, chicken house. Yeah. Mr. Kuwe. Yeah. You did it. That's all of them. That's all of them. Don't also, I... What are you going to say? What are I you was like, say? we got to... We'll probably just put the other podcast up on the... For the patrons. Why not? Yeah, you know, we did We did record one, and... Um, it's more politically charged. <laughs> 
I just, I just, yeah. I just assert yeah, my you know alliance that, with idea. the Taliban. That's so a good, Marky Mark, you, you have, you've come up with a, what a brilliant idea. So there is a bonus episode that will go up for five dollar and above Patreon subscribers. So if you want to hear, just put it up there shit. because they, they deserve. Deserve yeah, he's them. like he's like just put it up there, just edit it and put it up. Don't there. even edit it; leave it raw. Well, no, I don't fucking edit it, but I mean, I have to like. Don't you dare edit out my racism. I'm you. You think I have the time? I'm like, n- n- give me a break. It, it's it's a miracle I, we even were able to do this before I have to finish packing, get all my shit together, and you know, whatever. So catch a train. Catch a train. Catch a train. Exactly. So um. You know, thank you to the people who support us. Curve me tomorrow. What did you say? It's Gaelic. You wouldn't understand. It's Gaelic. I wouldn't understand. You wouldn't well, understand. So, you 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 got this look in your eye. <laughs> it's. It's a call to action in Gaelic. Call to black action. Okay. Well, I, I feel like it's it's really. You know, I thought I was like maybe he has four minutes left in him, but his nose is pressed against the microphone. Um, you actually can hear it crinkling onto the mic. I think you're drunk. Would you say? A little I drunk? had two fucking beers. Yeah. No. So he's no, drunk. No. Excuse me. Before my nap, I had that big bottle of beer. Yes, you did. I'm fucking having a party week. I am, aren't I? Yes, you are. Well, you're leaving me to go to fucking pursue your dreams, like so. Uh, why can't a landscaper have a bit of liquor in his life? A landscaper have a bit of liquor in his life. You know what I mean? I um I I, I think it you know I almost want to place a bet. I wanna place a bet. Uh. One of us is gonna get an email. <laughs> From what? I don't know. From who? I don't know. I don't fucking answer half my emails, so I don't care. I email know. me all you want. Yeah. But I, I would I would bet I would bet I'll bet you I'll bet you a beer. One of us is going to get an email. One of us is going to get an email. That sounds fucking... From an anonymous person. Foreboding and negative. Well, you know, the world... the w- As the world turns... Fuck the world. <laughs> I, think he, I, think, I think Mark just joined the Taliban. I am 100% impressed on what they've done. Okay. We, well, now this is going astray. So, Inshallah, if you want an extra My brothers, episode, well done. You overthrew the Western skull. Okay, okay. Well, Those pigs. You're right. We, in trying to stretch this Don't to leave women hour, get education. It's an absolute really nightmare. We've just gone off the fucking rails. I think that Malala should have got shot nice in the face. Do you have anything nice to say? Good night. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. Try again and then, then say good night. Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, people are pretty cool. People are cool. Yeah. That's what you got? People are cool? Yeah. It's hard to do have anything nice to say. Nice? What the fuck is nice? The fuck is nice? Your hair's nice. How about that? I'll accept it. We're both not Italian. That's pretty nice. All right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Good nice. <laughs>